0: Welcome to Make Possible Bite Size, a weekly podcast brought to you by Permutive, championing change in publishing, advertising and beyond. Each episode, we chat to an inspiring guest about their careers, their lives and how they're making change possible. Let's bite right in. Hello, everyone. I'm Bola Josser, a technical operation analyst at Permutive, and welcome to Make Possible Bite Size a podcast series in which inspiring people share how they are championing change and making a real difference in their field. We ask three thought-provoking questions to our guests and we'll get their answers to you in less than 10 minutes. Today on the show I am joined by Dr. Anne-Marie Maffedon, MBE, CEO of STEMETS. Hello, Anne-Marie. Hi, Bola. Thanks for having me here. (laughs) So are you looking forward to today's show?
1: I am. I like things that are short and sweet.
0: <laughs> exactly. I like that. 10 minutes, not playing about. <laughs> exactly. Um, so if you could give me like a quick intro onto like who you are and what is Demet's working towards?
1: Cool. So I'm anne I am a CEO. Um, I'm also a keynote speaker and I'm a podcast host of Women's Tech Charge podcast. And I'm an author as well. How to be a maths wiz. Gosh, it's a long list. Sorry. It's supposed to be short. <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) Um, STEMET in particular um, is working towards uh, better gender equality within the science, technology, engineering and maths fields uh, known as STEM.
0: Nice, nice. Yeah, congrats on being an author. I think I'm gonna try and get that book for my niece as well because it looks amazing. I love seeing (laughs) everyone on Instagram Oh, I'm so in love, so it was great. So yeah, congratulations. (laughs) thank
1: you um, it's a lot of fun yeah, yeah I, it I was fun working on it as well yeah, yeah.
0: it's like a nice new thing to add to the portfolio like exactly fucking author as well why not why not <laughs> so let's kick off with our first question um it's a bit of a heavy one but what are you most proud of Oh,
1: there's lots of things I'm most proud of. I think most recently, the thing I'm most proud of... Um, so I was a child prodigy. I did lots of things when I was super young. And um, it's always been something that people have kind of said is unique to me. But I've always known that, you know, if given the right opportunity, lots of people could do things young, really. Um, and so what I'm most proud of is the last couple of half terms and school holidays pandemic or not we've started running um certification academies with STEMETS so it's not quite doing GCSEs and A-levels although I'm sure we'll get there one day but we've been working with um girls and and young non binary people on getting um python qualifications cyber qualifications and agile certifications for free kind of as teenagers Um, and I'm really really proud of that because it's kind of it's something I've been, we've been building up to for a while. Um, but kind of personally, it means a lot to me that where there's now kind of almost 100 girls and young women. In fact, I think it is more than 100 girls and young women who have done things early um, together across countries, across the UK and a couple kind of internationally. Um, but it's been nice because they've been able to do that together. Um, and they've all got that now on their CV that age 13, they did this agile thing. Or age 15, they did this cyber thing. So I'm really, really proud of that.
0: Yeah, I like that. You're kind of like pushing everyone to be like as much of a child prodigy as they could potentially <laughs> <Yes. laughs>
1: Or oh, they're not pushing. I'm not a pushy parent, I'm not forced,
0: <laughs> pushing for everyone. But opening up the possibility. There
1: we go. Yeah. Because yeah, like
0: yeah. <laughs> it's true, like as long as you can offer that opportunity to someone, anyone can kind of choose it and be like seventeen and a PhD like, exactly
1: know. exactly and I'm and I'm quite proud as well that especially with the pandemic with girls that haven't so we pay for their travel their accommodation everything for them to access it when it was physical kind of physical physically co-located co- co- located even um, but now that the, there's the pandemic what we actually ended up doing over the summer was sending devices to the girls that needed them so even more so it's been like you know the opportunities there we'll give you everything you need we'll give you the support we'll give you the mentors we'll give you the study groups like if you just show up will be able to help you kind of achieve this thing
0: yeah yeah i think that's so important like actually having that resource is so important so i love that yeah i love some notes. i'm not gonna lie slightly biased but you know. <laughs> <laughs> um so on to our second question um what are you focused on on today to move onwards and upwards at work
1: so today you mean like today in my calendar or just today in
0: general I feel like it can be both like physically today and like metaphorically today. I like seeing it in both angles.
1: (laughs) Okay, so physically today, what am I focusing? I am focusing on, um, actually focusing on half term, on the next half term. So we're doing some academy, we're doing another academy for cyber certifications. Um, But we're focusing as well on what happens kind of next year. So I'm always planning and kind of strategizing for what happens next and who do we bring on board. And I think, um, so that's kind of the physical today. And metaphorically today, I'm focusing on um, just making sure there are more people in the room when big decisions are made. That's like the big thing. That's the reason why Cements exists. It's like, yeah, we can't. We're going to build Terminator by accident, for real. If we don't have different types of people in the room who can be like, maybe we don't need a robot that's just going to shoot and kill.
0: That's maybe. A, yeah, <laughs> I feel like that answered both physically today and metaphorically today.
1: Yeah, I try.
0: Yeah, no, no, that's a great answer. Definitely, I think, like you said, it's so important to have so many people in the room because there's more than one person, and you have to make sure you represent as many people as possible.
1: Exactly, and no one person or one type of people has all the answers, so we have to work together. So yeah.
0: Exactly. Yeah. It makes sense. Love it. Um, so our final question for today, so have gone so quickly. Um, what has been your guiding light or philosophy in making things possible? Uh
1: so I have loads of guiding lights and philosophies. One is um seek forgiveness, not permission, because there's always people that will tell you no if you ask for their permission, a lot of stuff that you're doing, especially if it's innovative they don't know the answer and they don't really know so as long as it's a good thing and not illegal then go ahead and do it and seek permission um i think this whole idea of we're gonna build terminated by mistake is another guiding light of like yeah i'm alive here and now i have some form of influence so i have to use it for good but i think ultimately my guiding light is um my guiding philosophy is that and this is the Mets philosophy actually is that it's all about the girls Mm -hmm. um and the young people that we work with so i'm there for them like if if the syllabus is wrong and it's the kind of thing they don't want to be doing, like I'm there to represent them. If they need a little bit more confidence boost or a little bit more kind of focus on their mental health, then we're there for them. Like everything we do is, if they be, need to write CVs and we're making sure we're putting that content out, we're supporting them. So that's my guiding light is whatever we can do it during their formative years mm-hmm. to support those young people. So that then when they end up as adults, starting their careers, they've got the best chance. They've taken the most opportunities and, and they can help kind of reverse the trend that we have of underrepresentation of uh, minorities in tech.
0: That's amazing. Yeah, I like that. Um I think what stands that sticks out for me is making sure that it is all about the girls because I think especially in the world of startups entrepreneurs and like charities we hear so many things with people kind of they start with good intentions but like kind of get misguided but when you kind of start with always having the girls in mind I think that's such a important thing to always have in your back of your mind so has there been any time where that kind of conflict maybe with the trajectory of STEMETS, and you kind of feel like there might be something that doesn't necessarily align with always kind of keeping the girls in mind?
1: No, so I think what it's ended up being is that because it's such a strong guiding light for us, there are lots of people that think there are certain things that we'd love to do or be involved in, and it makes it easy for us to say no. Um, and so it's ended up being that kind of, if we have a partner who wants to do things a certain way, we're like, hmm, what would the girls say? What have the girls said? And we're like, we're not gonna do that. And the partner's like, but with this, that, and I'm like, you know what? Let's just not have the partnership because you're not putting the girls at the center of it. And I'm not just doing this for doing sake because you know, my mom didn't carry me nine months to just kind of run around doing things that don't mean anything. So I think it's actually made it easier to have a good strategy to keep to it and to keep our impact high because we are very selective about what we do, because if it's not clear, if there's any part of me that's like, hmm, maybe this won't work for the girls, and I'm like, hmm, maybe not today. Let's, let's wait a little bit longer. Um, so yeah, I think it's made things, it's made it easier to say no to things, um, rather than necessarily getting in our way, because our way is those girls getting what they need to get to where they're going to. So kind of, it's very closely, closely aligned. In fact, it's the point of what we're doing, so yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, I love that. Cool. That's amazing. I like that it didn't even bother. Like, there's not, (laughs) you're good. Like, we don't... Any reason to
1: say no, I'm here for it. 100%. (laughs) Less work for me. I'm all about the efficiency. I'm a technologist, right? This is it. We're like, what's the quickest way to get there? What's maybe even the laziest way some technologists are there for? But it's like, no, I'm trying to be smart about the problem I'm trying to solve. And I'm like, single-minded in my focus.
0: Mm, Yeah, thank you. So yeah, I think that's such a good strong place to finish as well i think that's such a great piece of advice for a lot of people to take on a lot of entrepreneurs as well um, so thank you so much and thank you so much for being on the show today i hope you enjoyed it did you enjoy it
1: i did and i loved it it was literally 10 minutes i yeah. wish more people were like you
0: <laughs> keep to time
1: <laughs> yes very important
0: <laughs> uh, thank you so much Anne Marie, um, and that leaves me again just to thank one more people Group of people, um, the listeners and viewers for tuning in to Make Possible Bite Size. We'll be back again next week with another inspiring guest uh, talking about what they do to champion change, think in new, exciting ways, and make a difference. Bye bye.